Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it is June 14th, it's 2019, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Uh, NBA season just ended tonight, obviously, I'm sure a lot of people know, but uh, hey, congrats to the Toronto Raptors on winning their first NBA Finals. Uh, you know, we're kind of talking a little bit pregame about some of the things we might hear over the next few weeks. And uh, I think one of the things we're going to hear is, you know, all of the all the stops that Toronto is going to be pulling out to see if they can get Kawhi to, to stay in Canada. And um, but but still, you know, big congratulations to them. Uh, maybe the Blue Jays will play some inspired baseball here the rest of the season. Uh, not expecting them to go to the World Series, but, you know, that's just something about. You know, when your uh, when your region or your area, your city, your state, your country wins a title, I just think I think other teams get inspired. And uh, like I said, not saying they're going to win a World Series, but I definitely think they'll have a little magic in the air up there for now. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, if you guys have not checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up for the Rotor Grinders links. Now we get access to three months of Roto-Grinders Premium. Once you make your first deposit, you'll also get uh, access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure you head on over to check them out. Um, like Will said, congratulations to the Raptors. Wish Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant uh, speedy recoveries. And um, the NBA offseason is going to be absolutely bonkers. Um, that is for sure. But we do have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Some interesting spots. We start with Arizona at Washington. Seven and a half total here. We got Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer. Scherzer's a 205 favorite here against Robbie Ray. Uh, do you have any interest here in Ray? Um, I think slight. You know, I mean, he's, he's on the road. Washington has been hitting really well. Um, you know, I, it's very slight though, because I don't I don't like this price here on DK at ten one, and I know you know I know we kind of don't really dig into pricing up front usually, and I didn't as well. But uh, on DK, I just uh, excuse me, I might be a little bit too elevated for me against a team that you know I think can can hit him pretty well. I'm not saying that you know he's going to give up ten runs, but but I definitely think he'll give up three or four today. And uh, that, that might be one too many uh, in terms of him because I don't think the strikeouts are going to be there as much. So while I usually like Robbie Ray, and this is a day where he'll probably be a lot lower on, I just think I'm going to pass because of these low K rates and, and high fly ball rates on the, on the Washington side. Yeah, you know, when you look at this, especially for the Washington side as well, they're fifth in WRC plus and fourth in team WRC Fourth in a WRC plus and um, fifth in Woba against left-handed pitching this season. So they've been really good against lefties. You know their team Woba's three ninety-eight um, for the projected starting lineup. It's not something that like I just I think this is a spot to stay away um, 
from Robbie Ray and just, you know, look elsewhere. I think, you know, you talked about his price being 10-1. Um, it's just a lot of factors into factoring into staying away from Robbie Ray here. Max Scherzer on the other side of this game, 33.3% strikeout rate, 15.8% swinging strike rate on the season. Facing a team that doesn't strike out a ton, um, what are we doing with Scherzer with all these top arms on the slate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you can – I do think Scherzer's in a slightly better spot than, than Ray is. Uh, definitely think, you know, Arizona has a couple bets that will strike out a little bit more. I think if you feel like you can pay the price, I'm never going to talk anyone off of Max Scherzer. The guy, you know, obviously has double-digit K potential anytime he's on the mound. Um, I, I think I'm going to leave Scherzer in my maybe category today. Uh, just until we can sort out, you know, some of the bats. Because I do think, I mean, man, bats have just been winning the slate, unless it's been a small slate, you know, with, you know, not a lot of pitching options, man. Bats have just been winning it. We've got Coors today. We've got a couple other spots, you know, like, like Boston in, in, in Baltimore that we'll probably get to here shortly. Uh, you know, Texas and Cincinnati, I, I, just, I just think bats are going to lead the way. And, and Max in tournaments, I think he may be on the outside looking in just because of this price. I think we may want to grab guys a little cheaper than him. So that, that's kind of where I'm at so far in, in terms of trying to balance out these bats with the pitching. Yeah, uh, just I think Scherzer is certainly you know one of the top arms on the slate. Um, it, it just more comes down to pricing. You know, it's it's a really good slate for bats. You know, you talked about a lot. You know. Anytime, you know, you, you have some of these pitchers on this slate and you have, you know, some of these spots, you know, you're going to want bats here. Uh, is there anything on the Arizona side that you want as far as bats? Um, not, not, not in particular. I mean, Eduardo Escobar, maybe. Um, he, you know, he's been swinging a hot stick pretty much all year for the most part. Um, but, you know, Max really – Max will go up some hard contact. We'll go up some fly balls. I think if I had to peg one of these guys, I, I'd peg Escobar to hit a home run. But that's about it, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to find a way to pick on Max here. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, not going to try to pinpoint the one home run here. Um, <laughs> that is one or two. You know, Scherzer's probably yeah. going to give up a home run here. It's just more of just figuring out where that home run's going to come from. And you know, I'm not in the business of trying to figure out. Which one of Marte or Peralta or Escobar um, that is going to hit that home run? So um, probably going to be a fade for me on Arizona today. As far as Washington goes, you know, I always like Anthony Rendon uh, against left-handed pitching. He's been very good against lefties throughout his whole career. Not the greatest matchup in the world here against Robbie Ray. Uh, Robbie Ray does give up a ton of hard contact to righties, does not generate too much soft contact. So I think if you want to – Target Rendon, maybe Howie Kendrick. Is there anybody else? Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit of Dozier. Uh, you know, 346 ISO, 493 Woba. I, I definitely think for me in terms of Washington, if, if I decided to go out on a limit play, and stack, uh, play Washington against Ray, it would definitely be in the form of a stack. I mean, I, I'd be loading up on Turner, Rendon, Kendrick, Dozier, Robles, maybe a little bit of Jan Gomes or Suzuki. Um, that's kind of the approach I would take in, in terms of Ray. It would definitely be in the form of a stat. Um, I, I don't think I went off this team against Ray 
uh, with the amount of hard contact he's given up. And we know sometimes he can get a little uh, erratic and, and, and dial up the walks, especially the righties at 13.5%. I think I just stacked this team. And, and look, you know, if it works out, uh, great because I, you know, it's a big slate, but, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be rushing to stack up Washington as a primary. Um, but, but that's that's the way I'd approach uh, targeting Robbie Ray here. J- just stack up these righties. Um, moving on, Boston at Baltimore, nine and a half total. Eduardo Rodriguez versus question mark. Um, that's the biggest thing right now. I don't know anybody that knows who's going to start for Baltimore. I've heard. Jimmy Yacobonis, I've heard Shelby Miller um, thrown in the in the mix. It'd be interesting to see who is going to draw the start here for Baltimore. Um, do you have any interest in Eduardo Rodriguez? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I do have some interest in Rodriguez, and you know he's one of those guys that yeah, I think we can lean on on this type of slate. You know, eight uh, K on, on on DraftKings, and you know then you look on FanDuel. He's eighty five hundred. I mean, I think he's right in line in terms of price and upside with what we'd be looking for on the slate. And, you know, when you look at Baltimore, you know, maybe maybe they tag him for a run or two. But but overall, you know, this team, the K rates uh, as of right now, you know, if you look at, you know, even Trey Mancini on down, 20%, 22.7 for New Year's, 21.2 for Severino, 27.8 for VR, 22.2 for Santander. Not a lot of plate appearances there, but Brock's in 37.5, Wilkerson 38.5, Martin 30.9. I definitely think Rodriguez is probably going to be the de facto cash pitcher on the day across the board, I think, on all sides, just because I think the matchup uh, and what he brings to the table, I think it's going to warrant uh, us plugging him in. I just think price and upside and opportunity, he's one of the best plays out there today. Uh, I, I, I I think we play Rodriguez in all formats. Yeah, you know, I certainly don't mind the spot for Rodriguez. Um, you know, he struggles more with lefties. They're probably going to throw nine righties up against him here. Um, you know, this team has been a little bit better uh, against left-handed pitching than right-handed pitching this season. But when you look at the numbers that are just overall here for Eduardo, you know, he's been really good against righties. Keeping the ball on the ground, only a 6.1% hard to soft contact ratio. Um, so yeah, I I think this is a good spot to look at Rodriguez. Um, I don't know if I necessarily would play him in cash games, but I I do think that, you know, the price at 8k makes it really worth looking at him in cash games. Um, so as far as, you know, Baltimore goes, we don't really know who it's going to be yet. So it's really tough to say, let's talk Boston bats, whether it's Jacobonis, whether it's Shelby Miller. Pretty much whoever it is, we're gonna have some interest in Boston here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even and and, and it might be Yakabona, Stevie, because I mean we've got a a run total out, uh, which tells me they may be fairly certain it's gonna. You know, I, we could be wrong about that, obviously, but you know, Boston right now projected you know five point six runs, obviously, you know, five and a half, five six, whatever. Uh, they're basically just expecting Boston to just score a bunch here. So, but like you said, bottom line, you know, we're interested in Boston. If it's Jacob Bonus, um, you know, obviously, you know, he doesn't have a lot of plate appearances this year, but in the ones that he does have, I mean, man, just just really giving it up to lefties here, hard contact, 45%, 60% fly ball rate, uh, 20% line drive rate, ground ball rate at 20% 20 as well, K rate at 74 
and uh, the average exit velocity. When I start seeing guys in the you know that ninety degree, ninety mile per hour and up category, I get excited. Giving up a four hundred ISO, uh, that's not going to stop me from playing Mookie and Martinez, but it's definitely going to have my antennas up in terms of playing Benintendi, Devers, you know, Jackie Bradley at the bottom. Uh, you know, if if, if we're going to get some Yaka bonus here. You know, I, I think we, we play these lefties. We play everybody, but the, these lefties are really standing out in terms of uh, the data here and, and, and what we should expect, what we should expect uh, from our hitting. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Just want to highlight those lefties. Uh, I think they, they could really be in for an outstanding day. Yeah, like it really just doesn't matter who it is. Like I'm going to have interest in the Red Sox here. I think they're 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 just going to be facing a bad pitcher. Plus a bad bullpen, um, you know they have a five point six implied team total here. Uh, it's a really good day for Boston. I, I like this spot a lot. Um, any Baltimore bats? No, man. I, I'm actually not touching Baltimore today. Just uh, the, the K rates are too high. Like I said, they'll probably score some runs, but um, I, I'm really not expecting them to to load up. So I'm just going to pass. Yeah, um, I, I really, honestly, I think Nunez would be the only guy that I would play um, in this spot. But yeah, that's that's really it. But uh, moving on, we got Texas at Cincinnati. We got um, Jesse Chavez, which is interesting, versus Tyler Male. Um, I don't know if Chavez is going to pitch too deep into this game. It'd be interesting to see what kind of how. Or I meant when I was saying shall we remember Baltimore, I meant he could pitch here for Texas, um, not Baltimore. That's my bad. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, Jesse Chavez, any interest? No, sir. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at as well. Uh, any interest here in Tyler Molly? Nope. Don't even think I'm going to play him today. And I like Molly usually as for his price, but I think, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at as well. Um, yeah, um, let's talk bats. Yeah, you just look at it like he's worse against lefties. There's a lot of lefties in this lineup. It's a really good ballpark for yeah. all hitters. So there you go. That's why I'm just like, man, not today. Just not. Yeah, today. I was like in, entertaining the idea in my head, and I was like, nah, I probably wouldn't yeah, do that. That price um, will mess you up, man. He's sixty-seven hundred. I mean, that price will mess you up. Oof. Um, let's talk. Let's talk bats. Uh, Texas. I, I kind of already said. I like the Texas lefties here. That, that's who I would be targeting here against Tyler Molly. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, and, and when I'm stacking, I will try to mix in, you know, a guy like like a Elvis Andrus, especially if I'm going the multi-entry route. Um, but overall, man, you know, Chu, Santana, Mazzara, S. Drubal, Guzman, Odor, these guys should have a field day. Uh, he's going to see his fair share, so – uh, I, I'm really excited to play these guys. Uh, my favorite on the day right now uh, is that's Drupal. Uh, you know, I, I like Guzman as well because I think he'll have much lower ownership. But as Drupal right now is is, is kind of my guy, man. I really think uh, I think we can just go ahead and pencil him in for a home run. I, I, I I'm you know I just feel like he has such a, a great shot to do it, especially with uh, uh, gosh. Uh, Molly throwing mostly fastballs uh, to lefty, 65% fastball. Um, and, and the average velocity on that is, you know, about 92.86 miles per hour. We're looking at his Drupal. 
Um, you know, he's got a 202 ISO, 38.54% hard hit rate, average distance of 311 feet in the ground ball rate of 28.13 mean He's really getting up in the air, making contact 83.48% of the time. I just think we got to like what we're seeing here. And I think he's my favorite uh, Texas bat right now in terms of price and upside. Really like uh, S. Drupal today is my favorite. Um. Yeah, I don't mind a Struble. Um Chu is probably my favorite, but the other guy that I, I want to mention here is uh, Gooseman. Um, you know, he does have some pop. He's cheap. He's at the bottom of the order. Nobody would be playing him. So they're on the road, too. So he's more likely to pick up that fourth at bat. Uh, so I don't mind him here. Uh, as far as Cincinnati goes, if, if Chavez opens and this becomes like a bullpen game with Shelby Miller, going to have to like some of these bats here. Chavez has been kind of reverse splits this season out of the bullpen. If we get him for only an inning, he's probably going to be a little reverse splitsy. Uh, he throws a lot of sinkers, generates a lot of soft contact and a lot of ground balls with his sinker. Um, Diedrich's really good against sinkers. Winker's really good against sinkers. And Vado's really good against sinkers. So, you know, the three lefties that he should have those reverse splits on, you know, maybe you look at some of these bats. Like, I I'm having a tough time deciding what I want to do with Cincy, I like Dietrich. I like Votto. I like Winker. Um, Suarez, you know, Suarez is interesting. Um, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, man. I, listen, I, I've just got a rule for myself in my head. And if I can stick with this rule on most days, uh, it typically works out. I like to play Cincinnati at home. Uh, good ballpark. It's going to be against, you know, pretty much a bad collection of pitchers today. Uh, no reason for me to decide to fade these guys. So, you know, whether it's Chavez, whether it's Shelby Miller, uh, doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to be loading up on these guys. You know, we've seen, like you said, it's Shelby's numbers. I mean, he's pretty much given it up to both sides of the plate. So, you know, you think we get Chavez for no more than two innings, no more than that. Uh, you know, you got to like these lefties. I mean, look no further. Votto, Dietrich, Winker. My boy Tucker Barnhart at the bottom of, of the order again. So I, I'm really excited to play these guys. I actually think, you know, just kind of right out of the gates, this is a, a great game stack opportunity, you know, if, if you're into that sort of thing. So, I, I you know, Cincinnati is a, a top team on the day for me. Uh, and I, I like most of these bats. I'm trying to kind of highlight my favorites today, especially when we like a whole team. I really like this whole team. Uh, but, you know, I think you guys already know Dietrich is going to be my guy. 459, so 421 Woba, 50% uh, fly ball rate. Uh, really, you know, really dialing it up this year. So uh, excited to get a little bit of Derek Dietrich. They are a little more expensive on DraftKings, but this is a team, you know, I've kind of got highlighted on FanDuel. Overall, they're just very, very, very affordable. Uh, you know, the lefties, Vados, 3,200. Uh, Barnhart is 2100 on FanDuel and will have no ownership. Dietrich, 2900 He'll probably have a lot of ownership today. And Winker is at 25 I think. Maybe 27 27 uh, Yeah, 2700 excuse me. Very cheap on FanDuel today. So I think that's a, that's definitely a team you can use, uh, especially if you want to play someone like Scherzer. You can get your, your Scherzer exposure there and, uh, and load up on this team. Very affordable today, uh, you know, on FanDuel. Pittsburgh at Miami. We have Stephen Brault against Trevor Richards. Uh, any interest here in Stephen Brault? No. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. He's just not very good. Low strikeout guy, struggles against righties, a lot of righties in this lineup. The team stinks against left-handed pitching, um, and we'll talk about that in a minute with the bats, but I just don't see him having any type of upside here to make it worth playing him. So for me, it's going to be a pass. Um, as far as um, you know, Trevor Richards goes – I don't know. Will slight interest, high strikeout. You know, he has some upside with strikeouts. It's in Miami. It, does this team just not strike out enough for you to have interest here in Richards? Yeah, not, not at 9K. I, th- I think if he was – now, if we had Richards at the same price as Molly, that 6,700 range, I think my antennas would be up a little bit more. But I just I, – I don't think I can play him for 9K – against this team that's that's you know has a low strikeout rate while they may not have the iso numbers uh you know i i just i, I can't do it at this price i think he's overpriced for today's slate yeah i did not realize he's so highly priced um so for me i, I think i'm gonna pass as well yeah um let's talk some bats here is there anything on the pittsburgh side that you'd like here against richards Hey man, you know what? Uh, Josh Bell, you just you just keep playing him. The guy just keeps scoring fantasy points every day. Uh, you know, I I don't want to load up on Pittsburgh today, but you know, I do think Bell is a nice one-off play, and Gregory Polanco as well. Now Polanco's been striking out a lot, but um, this season, but you know, I, I think that'll come back around. Um, you know, he's a guy you look at, and then I think I think Marte, <sighs> Marte doesn't really have. The, the fly ball rates, but, you know, because Richards is kind of showing a reverse splits tendency this year, you know, I, I think he's another guy to look at. So I think those will kind of be my favorites, uh, you know, Marte, Bell, and uh, Polanco. I think those will be my, my favorites. Uh, let's see here. I, I will say, like, the only thing that kind of concerns me about Bell um, is he only has a 22% hard hit rate against changeups and 128 batted ball events since 2016. And we know Richards is going to use that changeup quite a bit. So like that would be my biggest issue, like paying up that price for him, but he's just been so good. Uh, Polanco has really good numbers against changeups and fastballs. He profiles really, really well in this spot against Richards. Um, Any Miami bats that you want to play here? Oh man, I don't think I single out a Miami bat today. I think if we're looking at, targeting them against Steven Brawl, despite the fact that, I mean, look, these guys have been, been playing a little better, been, been scoring runs in bunches, uh, despite the fact they've been doing it. They still don't have the ISO numbers, still don't have the, the fly ball numbers, um, you know, predominantly ground ball hitting team. I just think we stack them and hope for the best. And, you know, man, when that comes out of your mouth, it doesn't sound like great analysis, but I think that's kind of what you have to do with Miami. Uh, you know that, you know, they're going to be, fairly affordable. I mean, Garrett Cooper, uh, his price came up a little bit, had a big game. But overall, you know, you're not going to have to worry about this team too much being overly priced, uh, especially on FanDuel. So, uh, and then on DK as well, like I said, you got Garrett Cooper at 4,600. But outside of that, everybody else is still very affordable. Um, you know, Brian Anderson, 4K, Solarte's out there now. Will he play? We'll see. Uh, but, you know, the they're, they're cheap, and I think you can still play them, and, and that's kind of how I would approach them today. You just try to try to stack them and maybe fill in and get your primary stack and roll it from there. Yeah, the problem that I have with Miami today is, like, when we can get them cheap as kind of fill-ins, they're nice. 
the fact that like they priced up the guys that I want to play, they priced up Cooper, they priced up Alfaro, they priced up Anderson, Ramirez isn't cheap enough. Like, you know, Dean if he bats lead off 40, 40, 3400. Um, Castro if he bats in that three or four hole at 3100. Those would probably be the only two Miami bats that I'd end up playing here. I, I, the guys that I want to play, they just kind of overpriced them. Um, so I, I don't think I can pull the trigger. So, I, yeah, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind Anderson at 4K. I know we'd probably rather have him at 3,400, which would be great. Uh, but listen, it, it's it's only because it's Stephen Brault, and, and I think I think that's what DraftKings is doing. They're trying to bake in this matchup as much as possible. But once again, if if you want your Miami exposure, they're very cheap on on uh, on FanDuel yet again. So you could definitely play them there. Uh, let's move on. Angels Rays seven and a half total. We have Andrew Heaney against Blake Snell. Snell one seventy favorite. Uh, any interest here in Heaney? Um, uh, man, I mean, I, I hate to give you the hard side. I, I like Heaney because of because of the the K potential uh, and, and what he's been bringing to the table. Um. You know, I think I think that's what I'm looking at. You're looking at this team overall, and they, they've not been as good against lefties. Um, and I think that's where my interest lies, man. Um, I, I think I have interest in Heaney today. He's been, you know, spectacular this year so far, um, and he's 8,800. I, I think this is a great price for him. You know, we were talking about how we can approach this slate. I, I think a Heaney-Rodriguez combo is just, you know, starting to look really tasty here, and um, you can get all the bats you need. Uh, so Heaney, he, he man, he, he's high on the list. I think him and him and Rodriguez are 1A, 1B for me right now. Um, and, and I feel like Heaney has a little bit more upside despite probably a slightly worse matchup in terms of better hitters. But the team has been struggling so bad against lefties, you know. So yeah, Heaney squarely in play. Just just squarely in play today for this price. Yeah. Um, he's one of my favorite pitchers on the slate. Uh, I had interest yesterday in Skaggs. If I'm gonna play Skaggs, I'm gonna play a better Andrew Heaney. Um, this team struggles against left-handed pitching. They strike out a bunch against left-handed pitching. This is a great spot for Andrew Heaney in, in Tampa. Under 9K, um, I, I like Heaney a lot. Is he going to give him a couple runs? Probably. You know, I don't think he goes out and throws a complete game shutout. But I do think that he's a guy that we're looking at. And, well, I really like the fact that he threw 107 pitches in his last start. Um, kind of tells me that I don't have to worry about what the pitch count's going to be, you know, after him coming off the IL. So, you know, just in general, I know he came off in May, but – um, Blake Snell on the other side of this game, you know, the Angels not the greatest team in the world against left-handed pitching. They still don't strike out a ton. What are you doing here with Blake Snell? Uh, I, I think he's on the list. Um, you know, like I said right now, I, I do think I'd have Erod and Heaney uh, ranked ahead of him. But, but man, he's on the list. You know, the, the guy's been been great this year. He's had a couple of hiccups, but you know, who hasn't this season? Um, you know, he's he's a, a I guess a lot cheaper than some of the other aces that we have today, like Cole's 11-9, Scherzer's 11-5, Giolito, who will get to 11-1, Richard. So, you know, he's the one sixth highest price pitcher on the slate on DK at 10K. Um, I, so, so you know, I, I, I think we need to have some interest. Uh, 
Uh, I think he may go slightly lower on today because of kind of where the pricing falls. And, uh, you know, I, I, so I, I think he's in play from that aspect. Obviously, you'll have to pitch around a couple guys, um, you know, Trout, Pujols, uh, but everybody else besides those two guys, uh, excuse me, besides those two guys, I'm really not worried. You know, Puelo, while he's got the power numbers, the fly ball rates down for right now, and, uh, and the K rate is up above 20%. So, you know, I think if he can get around Trout and pool holes, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, um, I, I think Snell has a certain upside here. Um, I, again, I don't, I don't ever hate playing left-handed pitchers against um, the Angels. Plus, you know, this game's in Tampa. Will really don't have interest in bats in this game. Uh, you know, I, I think you can make an argument for Trout. Maybe you can maybe potentially make an argument for Darno or Fam or Diaz, but. Honestly, I, I probably don't end up playing any bats from this game. Nope, not not one. Um. All right, moving on. St. Louis at New York, eight and a half total. Daniel Ponce de Leon against Stephen Matz. Uh, this game's going to play after the resume game <coughs> from Thursday. Any interest here in Daniel Ponce de Leon? Oh man. I, I want to, Stevie. I, I really do, but um, I don't like this price. I mean, too much. So I, I, I think I'm going to fade him. Um, I think he's got some upside here. I, I think he's got some definite upside, but I, I just I don't I don't think it's worth it. So I'm going to pass today. You know, if he was six K, this be a totally different conversation. But you know, up at that, you know. 8,400 range. I just think that's outrageous. So I'm going to leave him on the shelf. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I think the price. Um, Steven Matz facing a pretty right-handed heavy St. Louis team here. I know the team is not like a ton of power uh, against left-handed pitching, but they have really, really high walk rates. They don't strike out a ton. I think this is a day we take Steven Matz off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's given up 43.6% hard contact to righties. He's given up 39.5% to lefties as well, uh, but the fly ball rate's a little bit higher. Uh, so, you know, to righties. To, so, yeah, I, I mean, the ISO's a, a touch higher. Um, so, yeah, I I, I don't want to play Mets against this team. You know, they, they've got home run hitters, you know, kind of sprinkled in up top there with the young Goldie, Ozuna. Um, having to face that little three-man right there, right behind Carpenter, who will probably walk once or twice. So, you know, I – yeah, I, I don't want to play him. Um, not today. All right. Um, it's, I'm not playing him. Let's talk St. Louis bats. Um, <laughs> Paul Dijon, Ozuna, batter, all, all the guys that really stand out to me, the guys that have the power against lefties that – don't have incredibly high strikeout rates. Ozuna does, but like I'll, I'll substitute that with his hard power or his high power and his high fly ball rate. So, Dijon, Ozuna, Goldie. Goldie's numbers are down against lefties this year. It's still such a small sample still. Um, he's so good against lefties. Like You, you got to look at Goldie here as well. Yeah, yeah. Man, man absolutely. I, I mean, I, I like all these guys. Uh, really... <sighs> 
I, I think you can take this team Carpenter on down. I think about the only one person I would play today, uh, just because I do think Matt's will be out there five or six innings, is probably Colton Wong. I think I just leave him off, and you guys know how much I love playing him in the right spot. I just don't think this is the right spot. But but Harrison Bader at the bottom of this lineup. Listen, very very limited bad at ball events, um, you know, for for this season, uh, you know. But if if you kind of take uh, last season and this season combined, you, you look at Bader's numbers, pretty much the same, but uh, 500 ISO, 60% hard hit rate. Um, you know, 32% ground ball rate. He's getting in the air a little bit more, uh, 88.46% contact rate. And I'm talking about slider, sorry. I mean, sinker, sorry. I didn't talk about the pitch tag. But I just I just think this is a, a dynamic spot for him. A guy at the bottom of the order that will be a little bit cheaper that I think people would overlook uh, when trying to form their St. Louis stacks, and I think that's a mistake. So uh, Bader, one of my favorite plays from this team outside of, you know, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, De Jong. Um, Ponce de Leon, we haven't seen too much of him uh, this season. We saw a little bit of him last year. He was really solid against lefties. Um, didn't pitch too bad against righties either. Has some has some talent. Uh, is there any Mets bats that you want to play here? No. Um, I'm not going to give up my, my Mets catchphrase today, but I'm just going to leave them on the shelf. The Mets. Yeah, like, I don't hate this team, but, like, the guy that I think I'd play is Alonzo. And when I'm paying up that much, like I'm going to find some extra money to, to probably go to course. You know, that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. So, um, moving on here, we got Cleveland at Detroit nine and a half total Adam Plutko um, against Ryan Carpenter. Um, Plutko is a 142 favorite. Uh, any interest here in him? Plutko, I guess is how you say it. Plutko? Yeah. Plutko, Plutko. Um, sounds Reminds like... me of the game on Prices Right. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Plinko? Get out of my head, dude. I was just thinking that. Oh, Sorry. Uh, so that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, Bob Barker is back. Uh, we're going to call him Mr. Prices Right. That's, that's what, what we'll call this gentleman. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't think so, man. Even, even against Detroit today, I – I just don't like what I'm seeing from the hard contact to righties. This is a predominantly right-handed team. I, I, I don't like what I'm seeing, Steve. You got a 40% hard hit rate, 48% fly ball rate, 28% line drive rate, which I know we don't talk about as much, but that's something that, that I look at. My goodness. Uh, ISO at 406, 440 were a to righties. He's really struggling here. And, uh, you know, this team is going to throw out a slew of righties. Uh, maybe outside of, um, you know, right now we got projected Stewart or Castro. I, I just, I just don't think I can touch him here. I, I think this is a, a massive fade um, on the day. So to get a little bit more more sample size for him, looking at his numbers since the start of last season, two thousand eighteen, he. He has a 5.47 xFIP, 18% K rate. Um, he is a fly ball pitcher. He does give up some hard contact. Um, does not generate a ton of soft contact at only 18.4%. Swinging strike rate around 8.8%. Has been using his changeup a little bit more against righties uh, this season uh, compared to last season. Still a small sample. 
Um, he does have a good slider. His slider is really decent. Um, a lot of sliders are decent in, in major leagues. Like they're, they're just, uh, it's a decent pitch. It makes people go, go for pitches. So I don't think I will play him in this spot. Uh, I don't ever hate, um, right-handed pitchers against Detroit. So I don't think I will pull the trigger, but if you start to get down where it's really cheap, like, you know, he's just not cheap enough. Like if, if, if Plucko, Plucko was 6,200 instead of 7,200, we're having a serious conversation about playing him against Detroit. 7,200, I'm probably paying up in, in, you know, for eight, $800 more and playing Erod, or I'm going to go down and just find one of these cheap guys that I feel not great about, but, you know, hopefully they can get there. So I'm not going to play him in this spot, but I, don't, I, I think you can make the argument for playing him if anybody's, like, mass multi-entering. Because it is Detroit, it is righties. He does have a good slider. He can get strikeouts with his slider if he can get up ahead of counts, which he doesn't have a terribly high walk rate. So, uh, you know, you can make the argument. The guy you can't make an argument here for is Ryan Carpenter. And Cleveland's terrible this season against lefties. They're starting to come around a little bit, but Ryan Carpenter is not good. Yeah, just awful. And uh, listen, I'm not even going to get into analysis he he's just bad. Plain and yep. Um, he's mostly going to face righties here. Four thirteen Woba, three thirty three thirteen ISO, forty four point six percent hard contact rate. Only a thirteen point three percent soft contact rate against righties. Uh, if we're looking at bats here, it's Lindor, it's Mercado, it's my boy Luplo. Um, Santana's been a lot better from the left side of the plate this season as far as power but he doesn't strike out against left-handed pitching. He puts the ball in play a lot. He walks a lot. Will, if I'm looking at this team, Luplo is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, Mercado, Lindor are always in play. Santana, I think I played more on Fandle with the walk being valued a little bit more than it is on DraftKings because I think this is a spot like he probably draws a walk or you know he gets on base with a single or something like that. So, I think that's kind of what I'm looking at here as far as Cleveland and then Perez at catcher if he's cheap, which he's not. So don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, one of the things I, I, I mean, it's like you said, this game's got a nine and a half total right now. Cleveland's coming in at, at uh, five, open at 5.3, they're at 5.2 right now. Um, but still, I mean, you know, basically Vegas is expecting these guys to score some runs, and and I think we should be expecting the same thing. Um, so, you know, I, I like him. Um, you you kind of talked about the guys, man. I mean, Jordan Luplow is the most expensive uh, outfielder we have in this game at, at 4,200. So uh, I think that's very interesting. Mercado, you know, is, is right under there at 4,100. But, you know, he's he's the most expensive one. I think that can give you an idea of how, how well he's been hitting the ball here. Uh you know, we got Lindor at 52. I, I wish Lindor was still in that $4,800 range. Um, you know, Jose Ramirez, if you think he can kind of get off this game because of the bad pitching, I think you take him. He's 3500 I definitely think he, he kind of makes the stack work for you there. And uh, I think you kind of roll from there. And, you know, we got Perez at the bottom. He's 3900 If he's a part of your stack, then, you know, I, I think you throw him in. Not the, not the cheap catcher that I know our, our good friend. Mr. Stevie P- TPFL likes to play, but uh, I still think he's in play, especially if you're trying to stack this team. Uh, Detroit Bats, um, any interest here in any of the Detroit guys? 
Well, man, for, for the price, I mean, I think a lot of these guys are cheap on DK. Um, you know, especially my boy Castellanos, man. I mean, he's 3,900. Uh, you know, Christian Stewart's 38. I know we, you know, we didn't, we were kind of talking about these righties here. Uh, you know, so so I think that's, you know, those are some guys that, that we look at. Um, Brandon Dixon is a guy that, that's kind of been, been hitting well. And, you know, he's priced like it now. He's 4K. I think if, if you know, if you really think, uh, Plutko is, or Plutko is, is going to give up uh, some bombs. And I, I think you look kind of look at this team and kind of mix them in. Maybe they can kind of become our Miami Marlins from the days of old. And you take a couple one-offs. But Castellanos is definitely uh, my favorite play from the group overall just because of his long-standing history of hitting. Yeah. Um, on a 15-game slate – you know, if you want a cheap batter too, sure. I, I just, man, I don't think I can. I don't think I can pull the trigger, but I, I completely understand why you're talking about them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia at Atlanta. We have Nick Pavetta against Max Fried. Fried's a 144 favorite here. Um, any interest in Nick Pavetta? No, not, not today. Um. <sighs> I just can't do it, man. And look, I, 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 I kind of consider myself a Pavetta truther, but the bottom line is overall, he, he's still going to struggle with lefties, and he's going to see at least four, uh, and Albies, McCam, Marcakis, and Freeman. Uh, and if they were, ha- I don't think they'll play Joyce today uh, on this slate because they played him yesterday um, against Pittsburgh. But you know, bottom line is I, I don't think I'm playing Pavetta today. I didn't give out a straight no because Pavetta is a guy I actually like. But I just don't think I can play him in this spot. Yeah, you know, he's been struggling this season. And he's a guy that in years past you could play him against right-handed heavy teams and he would be okay. He's 4-1 on the season. His ERA is a lot higher than his XFIP just in general. Um you know, he doesn't give up a ton of fly balls, but the hard hit rate, the ISO numbers this season are very concerning when you're looking at Pavetta. He's pitched really decent. He's come back and he's thrown three starts since come went from when he went down to AAA, and he's pitched really good in those three starts. And, you know, it's really tough when you're judging, you know, looking at, like, those three starts and you see signs of old Nick Pavetta, and you look at his beginning starts of the season and you're like, is that that's the guy that just was not good very broken so it's tough um because you don't know which pavetta you're gonna get and i don't think i could pull the trigger here against the braves it's gonna be pretty hot in atlanta and they're a really good home team uh so i don't think i can play pavetta today but i will say like he's pitched really really good in his last three starts he did not he does not look like that guy that got sent down to triple a to get his stuff together so um any interest here in max frieden yeah, I, I do have have some a little bit a little bit of interest in Max Freed today. Um, you know, he's a guy that's been, been pitching okay for the season. Uh, you know, the, the one thing about him is he's not giving up uh, a lot a lot of fly balls, man. I mean, he's keeping that ball on the ground. The K rate isn't astronomical; it's at twenty one point seven. At strip is at three point three six, and so you know, when I see things like that, he's just basically a solid. Uh, uh, real life pitcher and uh so you know i i think you know we can get away with, with sprinkling him in 
especially at 6,900. I, I just think this price is fair. I think he can get you 15 to 20 points. And I think if he gets you 15 to 20 at this price, I think we take it. I, you know, it's almost 7K. I do think he's got 20-point upside here. And uh, I, 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 just, I think he's solid enough at this price that you take a look at. Love the price. Like When we're, we're getting down in that nitty-gritty, needing um, some guys that are just cheap, uh, I like the price. Um, I do worry about, like, all of a sudden, why is he giving up so many home runs? Um, you know, he's given up at least one home run now in two, four, six. Out of his last ten games, at least one home run in eight of those ten games. So, like, when you start digging and that kind of stuff, it worries you a little bit. But we also have to remember, Will, he's 6,900. Um, sure. You know, that's the big thing here is, you know, he's not 7,900, he's 6,900. So him and Davies, we're going to talk about Davies when we get to that game. It's one of the last games on the slate. But those are the guys that are kind of cheap that I, I think I'll just throw out there. And, you know, if, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, I move on. But that, that's kind of where I'm at with those guys. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, let's talk some bats here. We'll start with uh, Philadelphia. You know, it, it, honestly, it would be Hoskins for me, Gene Segura, the the two right-handed power bats. I know Harper's numbers this season have been good against lefties. Freed's just – he's really, really good against lefties. Uh, I don't want to play any of the lefties against him. I want to play the righties. Um, very good, .045 ISO, 264 Woba. 25% K rate against lefties. So I think Harper and Jay Bruce could struggle. Maybe they end rallies. Uh, maybe that's how free pitches well here, but I'm definitely worried about Gene Segura and Hoskins, even real Muto um, in the middle of that lineup. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's, it's probably just Hoskins um, and, and Segura. I, I think, Oh yeah. Hoskins, Segura, real Muto. I think that's about it. Um, but even to righties this season, I mean, he's given up a little bit of hard contact. He's still keeping the ball on the ground. And um, you know, that, that, I guess that's one of the things that I really like. The problem is the Woba's high. So, But still, I mean, overall, he, he's keeping the ball on the ground. And, and when you've got a guy that's primarily ground ball, I guess in, in a sense he's kind of starting to remind me of maybe like a Marcus Stroman, just with maybe a slightly higher K rate. Um you know, so I, I think if he can if he can get around that that trio of guys, Segura, Hoskins, Real Muto, I think he could be in for a nice day, especially if he can strike out one of those guys. You know, j just one out of the group every time he, he comes back around. I think you'll probably see him three times. So uh, I, I I I like what Free can do for the price. So you know, I think I'm I think I'll kind of stay away, and maybe this would just be a one off team. I wouldn't stack him today at all. Um, as far as the Atlanta bats go, um, I do like Freddie Freeman here. I think he's a really, really strong play. We've talked about him a lot recently. Um, I don't hate a stack. If he, you know, if, if, if Pavetta gets blown up, he can get blown up bad. Um, but I, I think I lean more towards like Freeman as a one-off, maybe Marcakis, but you know, really looking at Atlanta as more of a stack team today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the stack here. Like I said, I'd probably start with the lefties, which is what we should do, you know, with, with this particular pitcher. So I, I'd probably roll Freeman, Marquez, McCann, and Albies and um, just go from there and, and let the chips fall where they may. You know, I don't 
I don't like just targeting one half of the platoon. You know, I do like to try to include some other guys from time to time because obviously Pavetta won't be out there nine innings. We don't think. Um, so obviously, you know, other guys could hit a home run, but but I, when I, you know, I'm expecting Pavetta to probably be out there five minimum and possibly get the six, depending on the circumstance. So I think I take my chances with the lefties. You know, Freeman, Marquez, McCann, and Albie's on the switch, and, and roll it from there. Yeah, Albie's starting to warm back up at the plate. He's 12 for his last 35, um, hitting 340 in that span. Has three home runs, has a few doubles, um, has a triple, like getting extra base hits, like starting to warm back up at the plate. Um, has at least one hit now in five straight games. Three of those games have been multi-hit games, so um, good spot to look at Albie's as well. I know, um, yeah. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Roto-Grinders a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That is fantasyfix.robinhood.com. Yankees and White Sox, eight and a half total here. CC Sabathia against Lucas Gioletto. Um, kind of a pick 'em game right now. This, Will, this is going to be a game that I'm really interested to see what Kevin Roth has to say about it and what Weather Edge has to say about it because we're supposed to have like really massive wins in this game, like blowing across the field. Um, what are we doing here with CC Sabathia? Man, um, I don't think I can play him today. Um, I think I'm going to have to let CC sit on the shelf, man. Um, and, and I think he could get the job done. That's the crazy thing about it. I do think he could get the job done, but I just think with the win, I've, you know, we've learned, you know, or I've learned rather just, I, I don't play around in these win games. I like the price on CC at 7,400, but I, I also, I just know that the White Sox are kind of boom or bust. And while the K rates are up, I, I just don't want to play around in a win game. So, you know, especially when he's given up a lot of hard contact to righties this year, the fly ball rates up. ISO is up 287. I just I, I just think I'll, I'll pass this time on CC, even though I know we've got a really high K rate team today. Yeah. Um I really don't think I'll play CC either. He's struggled with righties this year. This team's a very right-handed heavy team. Massive fly ball rate. Now, Will, if 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 we start pulling up Weather Edge and we and Roth says like it's a bump up to pitchers with CC Sabathia's massive fly ball rate this season, if it's really that much of a bump and the wind's going to be huge, um, then I might have interest in CC. If he says it's a bump down for the pitchers in this game then like this might be a spot that I think the White Sox could be like a sneaky stack maybe because they do have some righties that get the ball up in the air. Um, so 
you know, it's really going to depend on weather, and I hate saying that, but that's what I'm going to be looking at here for CC Sabathia when I dig into my research um, further along in this day. Lucas Gialetto on the other side of this game, 14% swinging strike rate, 30 31% strikeout rate on the season. The Yankees strike out, but they they're they're getting healthy. You know, this team's starting to look a lot healthier at the plate. What are we doing here with Gialetto? Oh man, like I said, I. I... I don't want to play around the women. I mean, this guy's been fantastic. Just fantastic. Lights out. Fantastic. But I'm not – I just think I'm going to leave him in the same category as the other guys with the pricing at 11-1. I mean, I think it, it's really going to maybe limit our upside unless unless we're pairing him with like a Freed or – not yeah, with Freed or, or one of the other cheaper pitchers. Um, but I think if it's a win game – you know, maybe he gives up a bomb today as well. If if the wind's blowing out, if the wind's blowing out, like I said, we'll we'll lean on Roth that. Um, just kind of like you said, man. I think if if the wind's blowing out, I think we pass on both of them. If it's blowing in, then I think you know we we look at both of them. And and maybe you know it sounds crazy, but I, I think wind is a big factor here. It is. It certainly is. I will say this: Giolito is a phenomenal tournament play today he's a phenomenal tournament play today you are going to get him probably five to ten percent owned on this slate on a 15 game slate i'm i'm gonna guarantee you this you're not going to get somebody with 40 point upside he's put up over 40 fantasy points in two of his last four games you're not going to get somebody with this type of upside at this price point you want to know how good he is through nine shutout innings, a complete game shutout against the Houston Astros in Houston in the middle of May, um, a team that doesn't strike out that often. He's had some good matchups, don't get me wrong, but this Yankees team strikes out. There's some strikeouts you know, in the middle of this order. There's some strikeouts at the bottom of this order. He is a phenomenal tournament play on paper at this ownership. Um, yeah. Just have to see how it works out. Uh, any Yankees bats that you want here? No, um, I, I'm I'm just kind of this one, guys. Just just bear with this. I'm really just going to wait on the weather. Um, like I said, I think if the wind's blowing out here, you know, the, the last time we had a wind game in Chicago, the wind was blowing out. I, I, it was fireworks out there. So, um, and 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 not just at Wrigley here, you know, at, at White Sox Stadium. So I'm I'm just going to kind of hold off. If, if the wind's blowing in. And we think it's a bump to pitchers, then I'm not playing any bats. If it's blowing out, then I'm interested in, you know, a, a guy like Hicks. You know, I'm interested in a guy like Gary Sanchez, uh, Torres. You know, those would be guys on my list that I look at. Clint Frazier, um, you know, and, and the like. Yeah, I don't think I end up on any Yankees here unless, like you said, unless the wind becomes like a huge bump to this um but yeah like the one thing that i will say they're very hit or miss against sliders that that's the right-handed go strikeout pitch um for giolito he uses his right like his slider a lot against righties um i will say like he doesn't use it a lot against lefties so you got to look kind of at the lefties and what they do against changeups. and when we look at the lefties like they don't have a ton of power 
So his pitch profile, strikeout upside, just continues to keep me off of this team. So um, not a spot that I think I'm going to play Yankees bats. Um, the wind could make a huge difference. But as far as the White Sox go, you know, James McCann, Abreu, Anderson, Jimenez, um, the beef, if all those guys are in there, and this weather is looking good, like it's going to give a bump to my hitters. Those would be the guys that I'd be looking at here. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Loading up on the righties, Tim Anderson, despite the low ISO, one of my favorites. McCann, obviously, uh, the coined lefty masher. You have to look at him as well. So I'm with you, man. It's just we on DK, we wouldn't be able to play McCann and Castillo. But on our good friend uh, fantasy draft site, we could definitely load them both up. And that would be very contrarian to play two catchers there. Toronto at Houston, Aaron Sanchez, Garrett Cole, eight total. Cole, a 280 favorite here. Um, any interest in Aaron Sanchez? Nope. Yeah, I, I don't need to go into why. Um, <laughs> not playing Aaron Sanchez today. Um, what are we doing with Garrett Cole? Um, we're playing him in tournaments if you can afford it. He'll probably be low-owned again today. I just I just don't see how we play him at this price. Um but that's about it. I think if we're playing him, we're maybe playing some cheap stacks or, or playing, you know, bottom of the barrel pitching. I, I, and Garrett Coleman, he's a guy that I like to play because he typically has low ownership. I just don't know if I can get to him today. So that's kind of where I'm at. It, it, uh, outstanding play. Can we get to him, you know, to be determined? Yeah, I think he's the best pitcher on the slate. Um, I know he's 11-9, but if I had to pick like raw fantasy points, I would take him over Scherzer in this spot. So I have Cole, like raw fantasy points-wise, he's he's my top guy today. It's just more of can I get to him is the biggest thing here. The dude has a 38.6% strikeout rate, 16.7% swinging strike rate on the season. This team, they strike out a ton against right-handed pitching. So, yeah, if I can get to Cole, yes. Um, Will, let's talk bats here. Anything on Toronto? No. Yeah. For all the reasons that we just said why we like Garrett Cole. Um, as far as the Houston bats go, you know, Sanchez is a guy that I certainly don't mind picking on. I want more fly ball guys. And one of the reasons that I just don't like this guy is because this team just has a just a just so many fly ball hitters in this lineup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Bregman. Alvarez, Chirinos, they all they, they could all hit bombs today. So um, stack up Houston. Don't forget to keep playing Alvarez. Beast mode. Um, yeah, I love that guy. Love that guy. Um, all the home runs. All right, a fun one here in Minnesota. Kansas City at Minnesota, 10 total. Brad Keller, Kyle Gibson. Gibson, a 215 favorite here. Um, any interest in Brad Keller? No. Yeah, low strikeout rate, high walk rate. You know, struggles to get guys out. This is a good spot for Minnesota Bats. We'll get there in a second. Um, any interest for Kyle Gibson? Slight. Uh, very slight interest, but but nothing astronomical. I don't think I'd play him over Heaney or uh, or or uh, Erod. So that, that's kind of where I'm at. Slight interest, but I, he's still overpriced. Kind of like um, kind of like Richards. Yeah, I hate his price. I like his win opportunity in this spot. Um, I like that about him. It, it's just the price tag. It's really hard to pay 9300 for Kyle Gibson in a 10 total um, when there's there's better options below. You know, when we look at it at the end of the day, like I would play 
Ponce de Leon um, before I would play Gibson for $900 savings because 900 is going to do a lot for your bats. Um, Royals bats, your boy, right? Alex Gordon, that's a good spot for him. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Just just plug him right in. Love him. Love what he's able to do. Uh, still hitting the ball really well. And uh, I, I think I think that's kind of going to be, be my favorite one-off play. Other than that, man, I, I don't see too much here that, that I want to get involved with. Yeah, I I like the Minnesota side of this game a lot. Solaire is okay, too. Um, Gibson does have a really high exit velocity on average this season against righties. So, like, Solaire, the power bat on that right-handed side. Um, those would be the two guys that I'm looking at. But Will Minnesota is a top stack today. They, they face a pitcher that struggles getting guys out. He's a ground ball pitcher, but that doesn't affect Minnesota. They're a fly ball hitting team. They're going to be better against fly ball or ground ball pitchers. So I absolutely love this spot for Minnesota. They're a top stack. Yeah, man, guys throwing sinkers. Pretty much the whole team is mashing sinkers. We got a couple ground ball guys, uh, Kepler, Crone, but uh, most of these guys are putting the ball in the air. So um, you got to love it. And then the ISO numbers, almost everybody's above a 200. Um, you know, you look at what they're doing against uh, the fastball in, in that, uh, you know, 93 mile per hour range. The whole team pretty much is mashing it outside of maybe Castro, uh, you know, Polanco, Crow, just a couple guys. But overall, man, like you said, top stack, load them up. This is a stackable team for sure. One through nine. One through nine. Easier to stack them on Fandle than DraftKings, but I'll be doing everything I can to stack them on both sides. I love this spot for them. Speaking yep. of loving spots, I know you're not a Coors guy, but San Diego at Colorado, we got Cal Quintrill against Jeff Hoffman in this one. Um, any interest here in either one of these pitchers? No. Yeah. Um, not playing a pitcher in course today, especially Hoffman, who throws a ton of fastballs. Um, yeah, you know, looking at the Padres' bats here, I want guys that are good against fastballs. I think that's uh, certainly that's something important in this matchup. So Tatis, Machado, Reyes, Myers um, would be the guys that I'd like really be focusing on here. Um, and Josh Naylor is just so cheap, or not necessarily cheap, but cheap enough. Uh, to be looking at him as well. Yeah, man, I think today is the day I'm going to cash in my hall pass and, and possibly play some cores. Uh, I don't like either one of these pitchers. Both have been awful. You know, when when Jeff Hoffman was out there giving up runs to the Mets, I was just salivating. I said, man, the next time he gets back to cores, I may have to stack against him. Lo and behold, that day is today. Uh, I, I will be firing up some cores. Hopefully they do not disappoint. You know, I hate the pricing but I, I don't think I can pass on possibly loading up against Jeff Hoffman and Quantrell, two guys that have really been giving it up. So uh, look out, Coors, here we come. Yep, uh, you guys can go ahead and get the, the home run Reyes tweets ready. Um, num number 20 is happening. Uh, let's talk Rockies bats, Cal uh, Quintrell. Haven't seen too much of him this season. Um, from what we've seen from him too, so far is – Struggles massively with lefties. Blackman, Dahl, Murphy, um, the guys that I'm looking at here. You know, if I'm playing all those guys, I'm looking at Arenado, I'm looking at Story. Um, but I, I really like the lefties here. This dude gives up a ton of hard contact. Will, 71 plate appearances against lefties for Quintrell this season. He has a 3.9% soft contact ratio, a 45.1% hard to soft contact ratio on the year. 
this is a dream spot for the the Colorado lefties. Yeah, man. I mean, you already called it. I'm just going to back you up. Blackman, Dahl, Murphy. I'm even going to throw Mermel Tapia in there. Uh, you know, let, let's hope he can make some solid contact. Ryan McMahon, uh, Tony Walters, just, just lefties all around. Um, you know, load these guys up, man. And obviously, you'll still play Story and Arenado. But, you know, if they're going to roll out this many lefties, which I think they will, this is going to be a primetime spot for the Rockies. I, I, I'm on board here today because of this pitch. These guys are so expensive today. Wow, 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 wow. Your argument for cores fades at these prices is legit today. Um, Murphy, Dahl, Story, Arenado, Blackman, all over 5,300. Like, you're not getting a cheap guy the power-wise. Um, your boy Tapia makes a ton of sense. Walters makes a ton of sense. So, potentially look at some of those cheap guys to help offset your Colorado stacks when you're looking at those expensive guys. Um, Seattle at Oakland, we have Marco Gonzalez against Chris Bassett, nine total. Bassett's a massive favor here at 190. Marco Gonzalez really struggling this year, Will. 5.1 XFIP, uh, 16.5% K rate, just not really generating as many ground balls as we have seen in the past. Um, any interest in him here? No, not today, man. I mean, like, you, you hit the nail on the head. He's been struggling. No interest. A guy that was kind of just like one of those like safe guys last year. We could play him. He was safe, but not a spot that I think I would target him here. I don't expect anything clean. And, you know, for what it's worth, Oakland, this team is not really striking out as much as they have been in the past. Um, as far as Bassett on the other side of this game, uh, the, the ISO and the fly ball and the hard hit rate against lefty scares me. He's 7,800. He has some upside. Seattle has been decreasingly worse um, over the last month than they were in the beginning month of the season. What are we doing here with Bassett? I think I'm just going to pass on today. Even though, I mean, I think the price is a lot more fair than, than what we've seen because he was up in the 10K range at one point. But I, I think I'm going to pass on today. I, I think there are just other guys in that range. I wouldn't play him over Erod. I wouldn't play him over Heaney. wouldn't play him over Freed, so I'm just going to pass. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it's kind of what I'm gonna do. I think there's some upside here. I don't think I play enough teams to get exposure to them. Um, cool. Is kind of where I'm at. As far as the Seattle bats go, what are we looking at here for Seattle? Uh, you know, look no further than, than Mr. Vogelbach. I think he's got to be number one on our list today. Uh, just go ahead and pencil him in for a potential dawn right now. Uh, I, I like Navarez too. Uh, I think he's a guy. You know, in terms of catcher play. Uh, at 3900 another pivot off some of the other guys that I like. So I know that's probably a little bit more expensive than, than you'd like to pay, but he's a guy I've got on my list. And then just don't forget about E5. You know it's a righty. You know, he, he's been smashing. Everything looks good. So those kind of be the guys that I start out with. Yeah, and I don't mind um, Kyle Seeger at 3700 yep. I think he's another guy you throw in there. Uh, Vogelbach not too expensive on the slate either at 4500 uh, As far as Oakland goes, you know – Chapman Davis are very interesting. Oakland's cheap today. You know, they're a team that we're going to be looking at to save some, you know, some salary. Chris Davis, 41. Chapman, 42. Fegley, uh, 38. You know, Pinder, 37. Piscotti, 37. I'm looking to save some money here with some of these Oakland bats. I don't want to, like, full five-on stack them, but no. I think they're a good, like, complimentary stack. Two or three of these guys off of, like, a four-man stack or something along those lines. 
Yep, that sounds good, Steve. I, I like your way of thinking there. Exactly what I would do. All right. Um, moving on, Cubs and Dodgers, seven and a half total. Kyle Hendricks, Rick, Rich Hill. Um, Hill's a slight favorite here, 136. Do you have any interest here in Hendricks? No. A right-handed <laughs> pitcher against the Dodgers. <laughs> He's been great this year, but I can't do it. He's been good this year against righties. He He's has been- struggled a lot more against lefties this year. But but listen, he's shown us a lot more upside. Last year, we were getting 10-point games out of eight innings. At least we're getting some strikeouts this year. Yeah, just when, like when you when you start comparing like his 2018 and 2019 numbers, oh the strikeout upside is certainly up. But look at his fly ball and hard hit rate against lefties this year. Oh, and oh yeah, it, it's yeah, just sure. like, woof. Um, Rich Hill, upside, maybe? Price, maybe not? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just not playing him at that price, man. I just I, I before I played him, I just play uh, uh, Snell, you know, and the same and the same thing for for Hendricks, you know. I, I, Snell's kind of sandwiched between them. I, I play Snell over both of these guys today. It's kind of where I'm leaning. I, I think Snell has a little bit more upside than Rich Hill. Um, you know, anytime. You're facing Rich Hill. You got to look at how teams do against curveballs, and that's why I said upside. Maybe this team does strike out a bunch against curveballs or whiff a lot against curveballs. So there's upside for Rich Hill here. There is. It's just it's it's tough to play him. Um, it was it was very easy to fade Kershaw yesterday. It was it's not going to be easy to fade Rich Hill today. Um, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yep, I'm with you. Oh, uh, let's see here, Will. What are we looking at for Cubs bats? Uh, I mean, I, th- I think you're always going to want to look at um, Chris Bryant here against the lefty. Really, Chris Bryant against righties as well. Javi Baez, while, while the K rate's up, you know, the power numbers, the fly ball numbers are going to be there. Wilson Contreras, the K rate's up, but the power numbers are there. The fly ball rate is there. Uh, and, and then Anthony Rizzo is a guy I usually like to look at as well, even though, you know, he's in a lefty-lefty spot. He just doesn't strike out a lot, so he's a guy I like to include in my stack. Uh, I'm not expecting him to hit a home run off of Rich Hill, but I, I will expect him to possibly get on base, possibly drive in a runner or two. Those are, those are kind of some of the guys I'd look at. Yeah, Brian and Baez, the, the two power bats. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't think I pay any of these guys. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Dodgers go, you know, they're back at home. They're coming off of a game where they finally got it going a little bit. Um, I've been waiting for that game. You know, I stacked the Dodgers way too much, but you know, obviously, I think we're you know you can look at Bellinger here. Um, I think you can look at Muncie. I think you can look at um, Vertigo, um, Jock. You know, the lefties uh, is where I want to. I don't play any righties here against Hendrick. Too much of ground balls, but the guy that can hit the ball hard, he's given up plenty of fly balls and plenty of hard contact. So I like the power lefties. Yep, for sure, man. Uh, with you, hundred percent. My notes for the Dodgers say. Dodgers power lefties. Uh, so right right on course. Um, Milwaukee at San Francisco, eight and a half total. We got Zach Davies, Drew Pomerantz. Davies a slight favor here at 136. Um, Davies isn't going to do anything on your papers um, when you're looking at him today to, like, excite you. He's not a guy that goes out and dominates games. But he's a really decent real-life pitcher, Will. Um, you know, when we're looking at him, he's a guy that's been really decent this year. He's 7-0. Which I don't think anybody would guess he's seven and zero. His xFIP is almost two runs higher than his ERA, which I think people will guess that. 
he's just a guy that, you know, I think he's only given up multiple home runs in one game this season. I don't think he's allowed more than three earned runs in more than one game this season. Zach Davies, 6,800, going into San Francisco pitching against the Giants. Should we be considering Zach Davies today? Yep, if you want legitimately 15 points, I think we consider him, and that may be enough on this slate. So I think that puts him in play. If he can pick up two extra strikeouts, you know, he, he could hit the 20, the 20 mark easily. Uh, I definitely think they'll win uh, this game. I mean, but this, the problem is just the case. He hasn't had more than five in a game. But if he gets to five, I think it's enough. You know, if, if you look at the games where he's got five, it's 23 points, 18 points, 21 points. Games under five, he's, you know, in that 10 to 18 range. So that, that's what I think you're hoping for with Davis. You hope he gets five strikeouts today. And if he does that, I think you'll get 20. I think he's in play. Give me 15. Like, you tell me right now I can get 15 points from Davies. I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm in. So, yeah, I'm really considering him. I think he's going to be a guy, like, we're talking about not having a ton of upside, and we're talking about playing him in tournaments because of bats just having so much upside this season, you know, is what it's coming down to. Like, my my best team on Thursday had a combined, point, combined total of, like, 24 fantasy points for my pitchers, but my bats just went bonkers enough that it just – it doesn't – it matters still, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Um, as far as the Brewers' bats go, or Pomerantz, any interest in Pomerantz? No, no. Yeah, as far as the Brewers' bats go, I don't necessarily hate this spot for the Brewers' bats. I hate the ballpark. Um, I, I think that's the biggest issue, but Pomerantz is a guy that, you know, has some strikeout ability, walks some guys you know, gives up a lot of um, power to righties. The hard hit rate's really solid against righties and lefties. What's standing out to you here for the Brewers? Uh, well, we we got to think Ryan Braun is going to be in the lineup. And, I mean, he's just been a, a lefty masher. Grandall's looking good. Um, I think those would be kind of my main two. I, I, I like Christian Yelich as well. But, you know, uh, those would kind of be my guys, man. Braun, Grandall. And, and then, you know, Perez and Aguilar are usually pretty cheap. If, if you decided to actually stack this team, I think you look at them as well. But Braun, Grandall, those are my two. Yeah, Braun, Grandall, Perez, if he's cheap, um, would be the guys that I'd be looking at here. I'm trying to see what Perez's price is. He is 3,600 second base. That's certainly playable. Um, I really don't have a lot of interest in the Giants. You know, we always say the same thing. If you want to play Brandon Belt, you can play Brandon Belt. Um, it's kind of it. Um, Yaz is 3,500. And if he bats second, he's okay. But I'm not going crazy here. Yep. No Giants for me, buddy. No Giants. Yep. Um, all right. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Give me a guy under 8K to get six more strikeouts on this slate, Will. Give me mm, – this, this is a tough one. I, I think I'm going to take uh, Freed by default. All right. I'll hate that one. I'm going to take – I think this guy has the potential to get six strikeouts um, and give up like three or, three or four earned runs. Give me Tyler Molly. Gotcha. Yep. I like it. If I'm searching for strikeouts down there, I think he's the guy I'm looking at. Um, I have a little bit more interest than I did on him, you know, but when we were getting started, but it's pure just strikeout upside and that's it. 
Um, give me a guy over 8K to score um, under 15 fantasy points. Um, give me Trevor Richards. All right. Um, I'm gonna take Pavetta. Yep. The odds are against me. He's been he's been really good, you know, recently. I really thought about talk, taking Robbie Ray. Um, <laughs> give me a guy over 4K, not in cores to hit a home run today. Um. God, I had my guy. Where'd he go? Give me, give me Chris Davis out in Oakland. He's a guy I like today a lot. Forty one hundred. I'm gonna take Luplo. I like him against lefties, and he's facing a really, really bad lefty today. Um. All right. Give me a guy under four K to get two hits today. Nick Castellanos. Oh, I like that one. All right. I am gonna go with Chad Pinder. I think he's under. Yeah, he's thirty-seven hundred. And will give me a stack to score six or more on a Friday to bring us home for the week. Oh, buddy, give me my Cincinnati Reds. Yes, sir. Cincy. All right. They're not my team, but they're, they're like my DFS team. I like them a lot. I'm gonna take Minnesota. I love Minnesota today. I'm gonna take Minnesota. I know I take them a lot in this game. Don't care. Um, will any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, keep having fun, guys. Keep having fun, and let, let's let, let's ride this thing to the finish line with 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 another big day. Big days, indeed. That's gonna wrap it up here for this week. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Enjoy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, enjoy enjoy your weekend. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up. We'll be back Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contest, and we will see you then.